Shalom Ubracha, we are up to Yuma, Daf Chof. Today's Geshmaga Daf talks about how they would keep the Kohen Gadol busy all night long so he wouldn't fall asleep, entertained. We talk about how the Sutton is unavailable on Yom Kippur. We have a Mishnah that talks about the Trumas HaDeshen and the, the limbs that explode off of the Mizbeach. Their din. We talk about what Kriyas Hagever was. This sound, this announcement that triggered the Chumas Adeshan of the Beis Mikdosh, as well as a fascinating agadic discussion at the end of some of the loudest voices that exist in our universe, the loudest sounds. But we start with a Mishnah that tells us that if the Kohen Gadol started dozing off, the Pirche Kohuna. The young Kehanim, either because uh, it's a uh, Pirche, is a lotion of Pereach, that the beards were starting to grow, or like Prachim, that they were, they were flying, they were, had tremendous reasons. They would snap with their fingers to keep them awake. It would make a very loud noise. The Gemara goes into detail about the snapping. And they would say, Ishi Kohen Gadol, stand up! You know, put your, your feet, they, the Kohen Gadol was barefoot, put your feet on the, on the floor, it'll, uh, the cold floor will wake you up. Or do some uh, fancy acrobatic tricks. And they would keep him busy until it was time ready for the shechita in the morning. Time for the Tomit Shal Shachar. Now the Gemara tells us that they would, they would snap or they start with the Tzreda finger. What is the Tzreda finger? Well, it's the one next to the thumb. In fact, if Huna was able to snap with his finger like that and it made such a loud noise, the whole base Medrash was able to hear it. It was a very loud way of snapping. Now Rav says that when they told him to do this acrobatic trick, they would ask him to do kida, which is this this thing where you put your point your finger on the floor and you do some sort of a push-up on just being held up by uh, uh, your fingers. It's like a very challenging acrobatic act. Now the Bryce tells us that they wouldn't keep him awake with any instruments. They would say things. What would they say? They would they would say a pasuk of Hashem that if Hashem doesn't want to build the base of Mikdash, then there's nothing we can do down here. We're wasting our time. The Chashiva uh, people in Yerushalayim, they would stay up the whole night in order to be able to hear the Kohen Gadol who was talking the whole night through. Abishal says that others also tried staying up all night to hear the Kohen Gadol, but they ended up just, uh, it turned into a, a mingling, inappropriate scene. And they ended up doing Averis on him, Kippers. Habai says that Elio Novi told Rav Yehuda, the brother of Rav Selah he says, people are trying to figure out why Mashiach isn't here yet. He says, look, on Yom Kippur, there are these Besulas in Arda who are doing Averis on Yom Kippur. So Yehuda tells Eliyahu Navi, well, what does Hashem have to say about this? He says the, he says the Pasuk of Lepesach Chatos Revitz, that the Yitzhahara is always waiting, crouching, ready to pounce and to make Chayashol do Averis. He, it's, it's the reality. So what, what does the Satan have to say about this? Leo says the Satan has no rishus on Yom Kippur. He can't make claims. Ah, is how we doing Avera? So the Rishonim have different explanations. Maybe if someone's in a habit of doing an Avera, then even without a Yetzirah, he'll do it. Well, Yorabe says that the Satan can't be Mekatrig upstairs in Shemayim about the Averas that we've done, but he could come down here and he puts all his energy into doing Averas down here. So, Kafid Ali Rabba, there's even more of a on Yom Kippur. Rami Barham explains that the name Satan... Ha-Satan is Gematria 364. There are 365 days in the solar calendar. 
There's one day that he's, uh, he's not around. That's Yom Kippur. Now, we have a new Mishnah that says that every day of the, of the year, they would do Chuma Sadesh and they would clear off the ashes of the Mizbeach. When? By Kriyas HaGever. Or sometime around Kriyas HaGever. So this is a time in the morning. The Gemara says exactly what, what was Kriyas HaGever. But on Yom Kippur, they would do it earlier. They would already do it at Chatzoy, smell of the night. On Yom Tif, when there were tons and tons of Karbanas and tons of ashes, and the place was packed, so they would already start doing Shumas Adeshim by the, by the Shmur Rishayna towards the beginning of the night. And by the time of Kriyas HaGever in the morning, the entire Azara was full of Jews on Yom Tif. Now the Gemara brings down a Mishnah that says that if there are any limbs that explode, they pop off of the Mizbeach. If it's before Chatzais, then it still has the din of Kachim. You put it back onto the fire and it has these Isurim of Me'ilah. If it fell off after Chatzais, then it's not Me'ilah, it's not Kodesh, and you don't put it back onto the Mizbeach. How do we know? How do we know that there's a cutoff point of Chatzais that we start clearing off the Mizbeach? On Yom Kippur. So, Rav says, we have one Pesach that says that all night long you should do the burning of the limbs. We have another Pesach that says the whole night long, kol alayla, you should be doing the Chumas Adashat. What? We have two Pesachim that are soicer each other. Now, if we have a Kosov Ashlishi that's machriya beinayim, then, then we would know what to do. But we don't. So, what we do in a case like this is that we split it. So, half the night is for the Haktar Murim, and half the night is for the Chumas Adashat. So, that's when we turn over. Next, Rav Kahana has a question about our schedule for the Chumas Adashan. He says, look, if Midaraisa, the time to do Chumas Adashan is at Chatzois, because we have these two Psokim, so on Yom Tev, what gives us the right to start it already from the Rishmura Rishoyna, to start it earlier? This man is Chatzois! So Rav explains that the Pesach tells us that they're supposed to be burning all night long. Kol halayla. So I know that means mornings. Why does the Pesach need to tell me also ad ha-biker? It's kol halayla, ad ha-biker. Just tell me kol halayla. That means ad ha-biker. No, the, the Pesach says ad ha-biker to tell me that there should be an extra segment of biker sometime in the morning before actual sunrise to do Chumas Adashim. That's why on a regular day we would do the Chumas Adashim by the Kriya Sagever around that time. On Yom Kippur, when we're worried that the Kohen Gadol is weak, that's how we do it. We push it even earlier to Chatzais. Chatzais brings three explanations about the Chalishas of the Kohen Gadol. If he's doing the Chumas Adashen, then we want to give him a little break before he starts doing the Avedis Hayoim. And two other answers. Maybe a regular Kohen does it, does the Chumas Adashen. By the way, on Yom Tev, when there's going to be a ton of Yedin, so we're going to bring back the time for Chumas Adashan even more to the Shmur Rishayna. Because if you wait till the Kriyas Hagever, then already the whole Azura is full of Jews. And that's too late to, to you know, to just start the carbon process. You have to do a little preparation. Ooh, now the Gemara says, what does it mean Kriyas Hagever? We do Chumas Adashan when we hear the, the calling of the Gever. So, it's Machlaikas. Rav says it's actually a person. There was a person who would announce it's morning time. Rav Shila says it was a Tarnagoyla, a rooster. Gever is a rooster. This is why the Rush, who happens to be against the whole concept of Kaparas, but he says that's why people who do Kaparas use a, a rooster, because Gever, for a Gever, we're using the rooster to take the place of the, the Gavra who's spinning it around. There's a story that Rav was by Rafshila's city and Rafshila was giving a speech, but no one was able to say it over to announce it. 
So Rav said, oh, I'll do it, no problem. Even though this is a job far below his covet. And uh, when Rav Shila got to Kriyas HaGever, he says, Kriyas Gavra. That's how he explained Kriyas HaGever. Because that's Rav, Sh- Rav Shita. Rav holds that it was a person who announced it. So Rav Shila said, wait, uh, you mean Tarnagayla? You mean uh, it's a chicken? So Rav says, wait, look, I've been, I've been playing this flute for a long time for the professionals. And all the G'daylam agreed with me that it's, we're talking about a Kriyas Gever of a person, of a Gavra. And now, yeah, Rav Shila over here, I mean, you're going to tell me that that's not what it means. You're going to make me say it's a chicken? I hold it to, it's a Gavra. So I said, who are you? So said, you're Rav. You're Rav. Rav, what are you doing announcing my shir? This is not recovered. Go sit down. Rav says, look, they say if you take up a job, finish it. Even if it's combing wool, even if it's a, a low-level job, if you take on to do something, I'm going to see it through to the end. I'm announcing your shir. Or maybe he said, oh, Malam HaKadosh Vayimah Ridin, that the shir, there's a cover for the drasha, and the drasha now has Rav saying it over. We shouldn't put up someone who is on a lower level to say over the drasha. It's not covered for the drasha. It's interesting. We have sometimes a shayla about a chazan. If we could have a, a a person of less stature take over for the Ahmed, it, it could be a bizarre for the tefillah itself. Uh, besides for the, the covet of the the people davening for the Ahmed, there's also a covet of the tefillah itself. Uh, that, that could be that tefillah, the tefillah sadaf is that we should, we should be mechabed and appreciate all the nuances of Yiddishkeit to, to realize that they're all covetic and deserve honor uh, uh, themselves. We have a brisa that goes kafirav that Kriyas Hagever is a person. We have a brisa that tells us that, like Rav Shila, like Kriyas Hagever is a Tarnagoyla. The brisa kafirav that it was a person says that Gvini Koros, who, who was an announcer in the base of Ektosh, he would announce that Kahanim, get up, go do your avoid Leviim. You go, you go up to the Duchin, Yisraelim. You go stand and. Prepare for to observe the Avodah. And his voice was so loud when he would make this announcement, you could hear it three parsois away. It's very far away. There's a story with a Gripas Hamelech who was once passing by and he heard, he heard this, this call three, three parsois away. He, he was like very, very impressed. When he got home, he sent presents to Gvini Karuz. But even so, there was once a Kohen Gadol who was even louder than Gvini Karuz. When he said, Oh no, Hashem. He said the Shema Mephirash, they were able to hear him all the way to Yericho. It's like 10 parasites away. And that's a kind God on him, Kippur, fasting when he's, when he's all weak. And it's during the day, and during the day, sound doesn't travel as far. Gvinikara's got three parasites at night without fasting. He's nice and strong in the morning. Levi says that you can't hear a, per- a person's voice as loud during the day as you can by night. Because by day, the sun is sawing through the sky like a carpenter sawing through cedar. And that noise dampens the sound of a person's voice. And he says that sawdust that comes out of the, the sun's sawing is called law. Lamed Aleph. And uh, this is what Nebuchadnezzar was referring to when he said, chashivin. He says everyone here is like just like sawdust. And... Um, we have another Bryce, uh, another Bryce that tells us that it, if the sun wasn't making this racket, you'd be, be able to hear the crowds of Rome. And the crowds of Rome is making such a racket that you can't hear the sun rolling. In fact, there are three sounds that travel from one side of the world to another, which means everyone hears about it. 
Number one is the sound of the sun soaring through the sky. Number two is the crowds of Rome. Number three is the sound of a body, of a, of a neshama leaving the body. Some add a fourth and a fifth that um, birth can be heard across the world. And fifth, the sound of the malach of rain. Uh, the Rabban and Davin, that that sound of the neshama leaving the guf shouldn't be so impactful, shouldn't be so scary and loud, and got rid of that. Wow, maybe may we be zayichet to be able to hear the Kohen Gadol saying the Shema Mafirish and Yom Kippur very soon. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.